0: tracks around Australia. straight Inside
1: Motorsport Hello and welcome to Inside Motorsport we're going straight over to Colin Ford at Bathurst Down at
2: the uh, perfect Team uh, pit area where actually uh, Jason Bright and Stephen Richards are currently madly signing autographs for a great horde of uh, Ford fans down here. Jason, yeah there's all these Ford fans here, uh, is it starting to really sink in the fact you've won this great race? Uh, starting to, um, you know, we knew we had the car to win it this weekend and um, you know, the guy, our guys made the pit stop that helped us win it and um, you know, we, we, there wasn't one time today that we thought, like, sort of we're in a bit of trouble here. You know, it, was, it, it just the day just went perfect. Basically, you ran your own race plan and sort of let other things develop themselves. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because we qualified down in 15th, um, we, we decided to go for a different strategy, and uh, you know, it paid off. Um, you know, it was very disappointing that we crashed the other day and you now put us behind the eight ball. But um, you know, we got this great team behind us, and, and it was up to me and Steve to keep it on the track, and, and um, fortunately we managed to do that. One of the things you've given credit to in the press conference, too, was the fact the Stone Brothers, who do put together such a great car for you, you've got a, a long-term deal with the Stone Brothers? Yeah, I'm with the Stone Brothers for the next two years, and, uh, you know, um, I'm very happy to be there. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better team. Um, you know, we've been the front-running Ford team for the last half of the championship, and, and um, I'm sure sort of if, we've got a good, if we've got a good car next year, um, we should be a real shot at the championship. So, first got that. It's the first thing to have it on the the TV. Uh, Is that first 1,000 win? A few more to come, hopefully. Oh, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to win a few more. But um, you know, I got, got aspirations to go overseas again. But you know, we'll, we'll see where we go. Jason Bright, thanks for your time this evening. Thank you. Um, your first 1,000, Fr FI 1,000 win. How does it feel? Oh, obviously, it's fantastic. You know, um, I I couldn't ask for a, a better team to be involved with, with with the Stone Brothers and a better co-drive with Jason. You know, Jason's proved all year that he's had the pace. And uh, we we just sort of knocked it on the head today, and and it all went right for us. Second six weeks ago, first uh, this this time round. What's your next aspiration? You Go try and knock some of those guys over in England. Oh, you know, obviously that that's a that's a different kettle of fish. I'm very happy for the result for the team today. You know, Ross and Jimmy taking up their own uh, team from sort of 1995. They've they've deserved this result for quite a while, and I'm very happy for them. Um, obviously, I'd love to drive over in Europe, but. Um, you know, the way things go and the way things are, that that's not to be at the moment. But it'll always help the TV having this race. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, this, this is a, a highly regarded race around the world. You know, it um, hasn't done any harm. And, you know, of course, the driving for the Southern Brothers, they've got a, a very tight team, and that was one of the things that really shut up day was the teamwork that the team put into our little things like the early pit stop strategy and, and actually getting the car back from the damage the other day. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we, we you know, I can't, I can't thank them enough. Um, the way they've made me feel welcome in, into the team has been e- extremely satisfying. We've just worked together, just like we've, you know, we've been around for years together. It's been great. Stephen, you're the first son who's who's won the Bathurst 1000 after his father's won it. So that's uh, another place where the richest name goes into the history book. Oh, well, I suppose that, that's all very nice, but I'm just happy I won it for myself, you know, and, and obviously the team, I, it's great, really. Having done that now, of course, you've got the next bit of pressure next Saturday. Yeah, well, there's not, there's not much uh, pressure at all there. I've found a, a, a fantastic girl, and uh, that's just going through the motions. Like the ad, did you change the date for the wedding? No, 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 I didn't. That was always a planned date. OK, thanks, David. Thank you. Mel, Ray, you'd have to be one of the most happiest guys on the mountain this evening. Well, certainly, like, um, considering all my blokes are volunteers, and they've all put their week, taken a week off work to be here. No one gets to earn a, a living out of this, and we, uh, we just, we've just our third attempt at it. We, we feel we got robbed the first time being up here, but this is just a, a humble victory for, for privateers that, that pay their own way. Now, of course. That uh, bit of sp- sponsorship uh, prize—sorry, the prize money—I guess will probably help a little bit for next year for your, your Shell Series uh, efforts. And uh, hopefully, this finishing will probably work well to get some more sponsors on board. Hopefully, well, certainly it's good that I've actually got my McGraw Holden, the, uh, the dealer principals here today with me. Um, some of the people from Ming Steel Copper are with us as well. Um, Fairfax aren't here; they, uh, they prefer to watch it on television. reckon is better. And um, I'm sure, I'm sure now that they realise the exposure that the V8 Supercars can gain and the Shell Car Championship with live national coverage around Australia, um, there's no reason why not to get involved. And and, and being on a level playing field next year on a Bridgestone-controlled tyre, um, it, it can only make us privateers a little bit more competitive and, and get a little bit more exposure. You had a, a car drive here with today, Alan McCarthy, who was supposed to run with Bob Pearson. Alan also put in some uh, good lap times for you today. Yeah, no, he did an exceptional job, um, Alan. Uh, Alan, I asked him late in the piece to to, to join me. Um, he was due to to chair with Bob Pearson, but Bob unfortunately got hurt in a serious accident. So um, now, Alan, Alan's a great driver. Um, I'm a mechanic, so I drove the car sympathetically. I don't know how he drove it, but he still brought it over for me. So now um, uh, he had, and I, uh, without making excuses, I wasn't uh, I wasn't feeling best this morning, uh, and I let him do a one and a half since, Um, to give me a bit of a breather because I did 37 laps in the first stint and 35 laps in my second stint. so I just needed a good break in the middle and he gave me a good break and and we um, brought it home. And what's the plan with you and the guys? tonight? I saw them here last year and we didn't win, so imagine what they're going to be like this time. Um, We'd probably head to the league Club like they did last time. And what time will they kick you out of there? I don't know what time the loop club close. When the sun comes up? No, oh, probably. Okay. No, Ray, thanks very much for coming. Congratulations on uh, your finish. Thank you very much. Jim, uh third place today along with the Balboa and Cummins car, Garage's nose with Jason Bargwana. Uh, a hard fought race during the day, but uh and particularly during that last thing where Jason really took it up to Larry Perkins. So it was, it was a great day, really. I mean, we, uh, I, I think everyone in the top probably 12 cars thought that they were a, a podium finish uh, was a reality, and, but we genuinely thought that, and uh, obviously we we'll came third, and, and a few guys had problems along the way, but that's always going to happen on this race. You've got to build your cars so that they last 161 laps, and that's what the Velvet and Cummins team have done in the last two years. That's right, last year they brought you in in second place, this year third, a little cute little thing, because they got some uh, new VTs being built for next year. Um, you plan to be back with them next year. Yes, I can't see why not. I, mean, you know, I, I probably would like to drive with Steve again, but I mean that all depends on what team he goes for and when, when what his co-driver situation is. But I'd never drive with Steve if, if it was a disadvantage to him. But uh, you know, it's, it's a matter of you know being in the right team at the right time. And if, if that happened, well, we'd drive again together. But other than that, no, I stick with the Gary Rogers team. It's a great little team. That's right. They've always proven that they can do very, very well with with the equipment and the sponsorship they get and put together good, strong cars. Yeah, exactly. That's what they've done, uh, you know, ever since Steve first started driving with Gary's team. And, uh, and they've done well because they're not one of the highest uh, sponsored teams. And they've got great sponsors, but they're probably not one of the highest budgeted teams. And they do a very, very good job with the money they get. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, of course, you're coming 3rd son, Stephen uh, taking his first 1,000 victory first son of a 1,000-kilometre race, uh, Victor, to actually take out the win. Yeah, I suppose I'm not big into statistics, but I mean, I'm just wrapped with Steve, but uh, the fact that I've won it and he's won it, well, that's that's a bonus. Listen, I I come here to do as well as I can, and naturally I come here to win the race, but uh, you've got to be a realist. Sometimes you're not capable of winning the race, but, uh, you know, you do as good as you can on the day, and uh, sometimes you can get a win when uh, others fail. And Jim, we'll now leave you to enjoy your beer. Long long day, hard work, you earned it. Thank you very much for your time. Pleasure, thank you.
1: Paul Ryan joins us on the line now, and the Century batteries, three hours of power yesterday at the mountain, was a fantastic affair, and who would have thought, after three hours of racing, half a car length would have been the decider?
3: Well, Craig, yeah, an absolute, uh, absolute cracker of a race, and uh, yeah, at the very finish there, we've actually worked out, uh, other than the Moffat Bond, uh, formation finish back in 1977 it's probably the closest race of its type at Mount Panorama ever so uh, it was uh, just an absolute ripper there at the finish the uh, the early going uh, had, to, had some runaway leaders in the uh, the Dodge Viper and the uh, of course the Manta rx 7 but uh, it really did come down to a great dogfight between uh, two, uh, two real good mates actually in uh, Jimmy Richards and Neil Crompton. It
1: was a pretty tough event and when we saw the lead changing early in the race the big question mark on a lot of these GTP teams was that uh, well they were going very fast when their lead driver was in the car but when they were putting the secondary drivers in they were a little bit off the pace. Well, it's, it's obviously one of those
3: situations, and it comes down to a uh, comes down to a, a budget scenario, and not everybody uh, has the luxury of uh, being able to pull a Jim Richards down to the hat. But uh, no, uh, it, I thought it was a uh, pretty strong effort from uh, Trevor Sheehan. He had some uh, pretty strong drives in, uh, in Super Touring this year, and he will certainly learn from the experience. Yesterday, He's sort of come away still very very keen. But uh, you know, when you consider you're yeah, hopping aboard uh, somebody to Two hundred and fifty thousand or plan with- thousand dollar Porsche or Ferrari, not the sort of thing you want to uh, go and sort of throw the thing into the wall, trying to uh, jump in over your head a little bit. But uh, both the guys certainly did improve over the course of the weekend, and uh, I was particularly impressed with uh, with young Tanner. Uh, you know, he was, actually went four seconds quicker uh, in the race than what he went in qualifying, and uh, certainly will learn a lot from the experience, particularly team with someone like Neil Compton. But uh, it was just an absolute, uh, an amazing finish, and uh, and right through. The the classes, you know, class B ended up being a fight right to the line. Rod Wilson and uh, Mark King were able to clinch the victory after poor old Damian White and Jimmy Zellifos in the, one of Peter Borland's quirks cars. They actually ran out of fuel on the last lap, uh, and that was another basic form finish right across the line with uh, uh, the uh, the Mitsubishi Lancer of, uh, of, of King and Wilson able to take the win
1: the GTP racing next season some changes are afoot and a great uh, sponsorship that you announced last week on the show with Century Batteries once again
3: yeah it's great uh, of course Century on board this weekend uh, sort of extending their sponsorship to include batteries this year that was very very exciting of course uh, 55 cars entered for this weekend and uh, I think uh, next year we're going to have a, probably going to have a bit of a problem with uh, can supply. Next year, of course, uh, an exciting development with the first sort of night race for uh, GTP car taking... Uh uh, taking off at the the old Adelaide Grand Prix circuit. That's going to be uh, an absolute cracker as well. So, uh, and, and the general feel after yesterday's race from all the competitors, it was just such an exciting event. And when you're you know, throwing guys like, possibly sort of Sammy Newman come to group, but Sam Newman, Guy Andrews, Grant Kenny, uh, and the list of stars also sort of competing. You know, Thomas Mazira sort of teaming up with Bosnjak, Jim Richards, of course. Uh, Neil Crompton needs no introduction as well. It you is know, an action-packed... Uh, an action-packed event, but there's also lots of stars in the making. You know, poor old young Dean Canto, 18 years of age, unfortunately started from pit lane in the actual uh, start of the race, charged all the way through a 50-car grid up to 14th outright until uh, the turbo blew there. So, and there's just lots of little stories like that where uh, there's going to be a lot of names that are going to come out of this series are going to go on to, uh, to to bigger and better things. You look know, what... The, Cameron McConville's achieved that he won the championship. Andra Kovacevic now running in British Formula 3 uh, after winning two class championships. So uh, it certainly is proving to be a great stepping stone onto uh, odds for guys to further their career.
1: Yes, and a very uh, budget-oriented class because you uh, mentioned about the Ferraris and the Porsches uh, costing so much, but you can get into the classes in the GTP lights and sports for uh, a lot more reasonable amounts than uh, certainly a supercar.
3: Well, it was also great to see, uh, particularly down in Class E, the little baby class, where uh, the Suzuki Swift has been the king of the kids in that class for, for quite a few years now. But uh, it was a great win by Collie Collie. Uh, Easy for me to say. Yep. Cosy Calipeds in the uh, in the Proton M21 Coupe. You know, it's good to see these other manufacturers sort of getting involved. And he bounced back from a big crash on the opening day of practice. Uh, it is looking uh, just exceptionally strong. So no matter what your budget is, whether whether you're driving around in a Suzuki, uh, like a majority of people around and uh, sort of a family type car like a Falcon, Commodore, Camry, Magna, uh, or you're lucky enough to uh, you know have something a little bit more sporty to play with like a WRX or. A Budget is uh, a little bit larger, something like a Porsche or a Ferrari. Anything you see on the road, anything you drive on the road, you can see in action in GTB.
1: Tony Thornton joins us, the president of Andra. And Tony, unfortunately, racing called the par could not get underway on Saturday night. Uh,
0: what happened was that it had been raining in Melbourne, I think, since Tuesday, fairly heavily, as it does there. And uh, although Saturday dawned... Uh, bright and fine and, and everything else. It looked like a great day for drag racing. Uh, there was a lot of groundwater there and uh, I think people were quite prepared to uh, deal with uh, what was happening on top of the ground, but uh, I'm told that there was water coming up through the track for most of the day and uh, it, it was actually the warm weather uh, and the rain in the previous three or four days that, that brought things undone. and uh, the, the track worked pretty hard to uh, to resolve the problem, but uh, come late afternoon, uh, one track was, one lane was noticeably uh, behind the other, so we can't really run, uh, run anything much in those conditions apart from the safety concerns.
1: The Australian Drag Racing Series did kick off last weekend at Adelaide International Raceway, where we did see the top fuel take to the track.
0: Yeah, that was uh, a huge event. Uh, the first two events of the season in early October uh, were cancelled in uh, Adelaide and Melbourne. Uh, they were both non-championship races, uh, and I imagine that racers from uh, both Melbourne and Adelaide and also a lot from around the country were interested in in being at the first round. And uh, we had 207 entries. Uh, there were 15 from Sydney, uh, 8 from Queensland, and uh, many, many from Adelaide and Melbourne, of course.
1: Thanks for being with us. I hope you join us next time around on Inside Motorsports.